You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. To something a bit more interesting, an exhibition was launched yesterday at uh, Keys Art Mile. Keys Art Mile is in Rosebank, and this is on the back of a book that was published mm, maybe over a year ago, uh, Fetuous State of Severity, and uh, it was a book by Pumlani Bigoli. From there, they then decided to put up an art exhibition inspired by this particular work. Really, really interesting. I've, I've had a look at the visuals and some of the work that they've put up, and I'm really, really inspired. But the, let's start with the, the author of the book, Pumlani. Pigoli, who joins us now on the line. Good afternoon, Pumlani, and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Pam. So what inspired the, investi- the, the, the exhibition? Um, this, um, this whole thing is actually uh, it's becoming the little engine that could, um, because it just started out as a self-publishing journey in 2016 and um, sort of lent itself to so much um, in terms of media. And um, once Pan came on board um, for the new edition um, last year or the, the year before, it uh, yeah it, it grew some legs, and the B, uh, British Council was uh, uh, happy to receive my idea of turning it into a multi-sensory sort of exhibition and collaborating with other artists to to make that happen. I mean, I'm not surprised. You sound surprised. I'm not surprised because initially when you started putting this together, you had actually sent it to your friend as, as voice notes, not right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's almost exactly. full circle that it's it's become this kind of multimedia expression of what you wanted to put together. Yeah, like, um, but it's, it's, you know, there's a difference between voice notes and being given gallery space to, <laughs> <laughs> to explore all of it. So... Yeah, um, what was born in collaboration is still um, running um, within collaboration. Yeah, so that's that's the the beauty of it right now for me. I mean, let's just explain to those who don't know the book. It's a collection of short stories, and at the heart of it is just you reflecting, and and I suppose very bravely so because this started because of your own personal journey. Um, yeah. dealing with, with mental um, illness, uh, depression, and so on. So, so this, this for me is, is quite a, it's, it's a brave step that you took. Do you, are you, I mean, where, where are you at the moment with your journey with mental illness? Um, I guess it's a never-ending journey, mm. um, really. It's uh, something I, you have to be um, sort of vigilant of um, continuously because uh, old habits could creep in that uh, look, you know, that, that look comfortable and, and all of that. So I'm, I'm definitely still learning to, to, to take care of myself with, um, within that. But yeah, you know, it, it came from me being in a psychiatric uh, clinic um, and I, I had been committed for about three weeks. And uh, they asked they asked me to journal, and instead of journaling, I wrote the most ridiculous stories I could think of, um, and that was, that's where the voice notes came from because I mm. I didn't feel like I'd, I'd type them into my phone again for um, for my friend uh, to read, so instead uh, I started reading them and, and voice noting them to to people, and it kind of sort of grew from there in terms of its uh, multi-layered, multidisciplinary um, execution. 
One wants to say thank you for your pain because it's almost allowed <laughs> us um, a very honest account. And as I said earlier, a very brave account, because as you evolved and as you were dealing, you, you used all sorts of mediums. So before we even got to the exhibition, you were already recording this, asking people to, to, to read this thing. You were filming it. I mean, all sorts of collaborations were going on. And I'm, I'm here in studio with one of the illustrators, Balele Khwabe, and and I'm curious about who you chose to work with? What informed who you wanted to collaborate with on, on such a personal um, a personal piece? Um, well, what's, what's uh, super cool is that, um, you know, people kept on giving me more and more ideas. So um, from the voice notes, someone was like, don't ever read. Oh, no, I don't ever send me <laughs> <laughs> something to read again. I want to share it in your voice. And uh, so that kind of gave me... Um, you know, a, a cooler way to look at things of being like, okay, cool. Once I've published um, the actual book, then we can have like an audio SoundCloud thing where like I read for people. And then from there, someone was like, no, I have to read this piece. And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is a little bit bigger. We can make like a little documentary and put it on YouTube kind of thing. So its existence, <laughs> its existence has always kind of been in, in multiple spaces. And um, I guess this is just like the greatest, this, this exhibition right now is the greatest crystallization um, of like collaborative unity. So um, illustrator and painter Skumbuzo Babaza, um, sorry, Skumbuzo Salman, is uh, still on, he's the only artist <laughs> who's uh, survived um, into into this exhibition <laughs> from the first, first self-publishing uh, mess to, to, to here, which is super cool. Bale, um, I got in touch with after, after the, the gallery had suggested, um, had suggested I look at her work um, and, and possibly, you know, uh, um, and if there was a possibility for her to, to cross over and contribute to the work, which was an absolute godsend. Yes. And I was just going to, I was just looking at her work and I was talking to her about my goodness. Um, I had yeah. never, ever been exposed to Bali's work, but I'm so yeah. thankful that this book has introduced us to Bali um, because yeah. what a what a talent. I mean, it's difficult Thank to tell you well, while you're looking at me because you are so shy about it, but it's incredible <laughs> what you've done. It's almost, it's an illustration um, and with that illustration, you've brought the pictures alive. So for those who are listening at home, you know, you would go into the gallery. The piece sits on the wall like it's a piece of art, right? But you're given a device to look at this piece and suddenly it's almost, it comes alive as animation. Yes. Am, am I capturing it correctly? Yes, you're capturing it correctly. And, and I'm intrigued by the process. What do you do? How, where do you begin when you, when you kind of bring that kind of piece of work to life? Well, it honestly just begins with a prompt and a state of mind. So, I mean, having been introduced to Pumlani by the gallery, I kind of got to know that he has this had the struggle with mental health and some of the stories allude to that. And I, too, have had my own struggles with depression and the like. And um, to be able to read those stories and to pick up visual cues from things mentioned in the story. So he had one called To Shy Away in Silence, which was about a guy who was, you know, <laughs> contemplating suicide and kind of the thoughts and the processes 
that go through his mind and I could understand and connect with one some of those thoughts and those processes. So it always starts as as a thought, as a feeling, and from then on you begin to create. So um yeah, having you know, I've I've realized in my bouts of sadness or depression or the work tends to look um very chaotic. <laughs> And so you kind of start with, you know, I like to draw sort of different figures and different faces and use mark making and use lines, just a pure form of expression. And it starts with literally me just sitting in my studio. I work digitally um, and traditionally, but for this I decided to work digitally and just um, making marks on the screen. I start with an artboard we had discussed and decided on a specific size that we were going to work on and I just start to draw the images. I also like to bring in some collage elements. So I have photographs of animals and figures that I have taken, photographs that I've taken of those things and I superimpose those into the work. And it's kind of just this layering and layering of information to try and bring off sort of the feeling of that state of mind to the viewer because it's also about the viewer and how they engage with and interact mm -hmm. with the work so when they walk into the gallery or they walk into the space and they see this artwork and they see this chaotic base they can see that like wow whatever was going on inside this person's brain must have been also mm -hmm. a chaotic mess and they can they can connect with that and yeah. It's it's absolutely incredible the way you've 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 put it together the way you have made it come alive for us because well, that's exactly what you did you you made it come alive Pumlani when you saw what she had actually produced I mean for I was I was blown away I mean I would like to hear your yeah. reaction Yeah I was absolutely shocked uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I, as well I think like having seen uh, um, her work before I was more excited for her to like sort of dig into that. And as soon as she said um, she wanted to do, to shy away in silence, um, I was like, absolutely. Um, it was also one of the stories that I, I initially published, like it was my first published um, short story ever um, in, in 2015. And so it meant, it meant a lot to me that she could find um, a medium in which she could express uh, what's going on in that story because I think um, that one would have been my greatest challenge to bring alive visually or um, you know, texture it in, in a way that is um, accessible um, outside of reading it. So when when Bale was like, yes, this is the one and she created that animation, I, was, I, I could not ask for a better interpretation, augmentation, nor an, um, an actual visualization, um, because yes, what she did is beyond beyond me and this world. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's absolutely wonderful. I've I've only seen her work. Uh, how long is the exhibition mm -hmm. for um, Pomlani? How long will people be able to go and see this? Um, it's it's running um, until the 29th of February. So. You know, there's uh, quite a bit of time, and I'd I'd encourage people to maybe try find quiet time to to sort of um, go and explore the space because there's quite a bit going on, um, and when it's when it's busy, then um, 
you know, the, uh, you might get like lost in some of it. Um, so there's quite a bit to look at. There's a, a 360 um, film that you can watch. There's a, <laughs> a VR meditation that you can enjoy. Um, and there's so many works and different layers that that um, that are present there. So I definitely encourage people to maybe find quieter times if they want to actually immerse themselves within that world. Apart from this being just uh, an expression of a book and just an extension of that, what yeah. what do you want to achieve with it? I know that when you were doing this initially, this was just your own cathartic way of dealing with your own personal issues. Surely you've you've, yeah. you've, you've thought about it further since then. It was a while ago, and and seen the impact when people start reading and picking up this book. Going yeah. forward, Pumlani, I mean, your thoughts on on what it can achieve and and how you think it's going to impact other people that come across it. Um, well, you know, when I first came out with it, you know, it was that little self-publishing glossy <laughs> 76-pager with a million typos. Um, but the response to that was, was so incredible. And I think the fact that um, I had also started openly speaking about um, uh, my, my struggle with mental illness on social media had opened up such a huge um, dialogue, I felt at the time. Um, it, it opened up such a huge dialogue and people were responding, people were DMing me, people were encouraging. You know, some people, when they saw me, um, you know, out in real life, um, off the digital platforms, you know, they'd hug me and they'd say, you know, I actually also suffer, but, you know, you doing that had also kind of inspired me to sort of live openly um, and, and try and um, actually just own it, you know? So I think for me, what I really want to come out of this exhibition um, is, you know, the engagement of mental health, um, especially for young people for and especially for black communities to sort of start um, finding a language um, to, to, to be able to express some of this and, and to start thinking about um, thinking about it and, and talking talking about it. So I think it's definitely trying to give people vocabulary um, around mental health. Bale, for you, this process obviously has also opened up other avenues for you of expression. Um, since then, I mean, what are your thoughts about the work that you've been doing? Um, it's it's definitely, it's. I didn't think that it would be at the stage that it's at. And um, also being able to work with, I mean, usually I would just do my traditional and digital media on the computer and it would just end there. But being able to work with virtual reality programs and with augmented reality um, through the resources of Tomorrow Gallery has also just been so exciting. And it's um, very sort of, yeah, it's very exciting to see what this journey will hold, the sort of different avenues and different mediums that I can use to express myself and to ultimately um, open those expressions up to the people that are viewing the work so that they can become more immersed into the experiences and that they can get something out of it.
Well, congratulations. Really, it's 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 amazing work. Congratulations on the work. Bale Lekhwabe, who's an illustrator and motion designer. That work is up already as we speak. It's at the Keys Art Mile. And I'm also in conversation with Pumlani Bigoli, collector of short stories. And that was, the book was called The Fatuous State of Severity. Pumlani, is the book still available? Pumlani? All right, Pumlani, we've lost Pumlani. They will try and make sure that we, we get copies, uh, you know, we can direct you to where the copies exactly are uh, are available because it was published over a year ago. So I'm not sure if those copies are still available, but we'll make sure that we, we direct you to the right platforms. At 1.30 now, let's go to Itzile Saku for the latest in headlines.